No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. for tuning in to the one and only show. He said, what? I'm sure you said that wherever you were, you said it to yourself. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. So I am your girl, Simply Bree. And if you are tuning in live for the first time, welcome. Thank you so much. I am so happy to have you with us. I hope that you enjoy the show. If you want to interact with us, if you have something to say, the number that you want to dial is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number 1, and that will let us know that, hey, i got something to say, and we'll bring you right on up. Now, if you are replaying this episode, hey, we appreciate the support with you downloading it. And hopefully it meets your standards. Hopefully it really brings you some insight on what men really think. So for those of you who may not have listened to the show before, he said what is all about bridging the gap in communication between both men, women, uh, men and men, women and women. It really doesn't matter. Just communication, period. Whether it's a platonic friendship, relationship, coworker, family member. It's all about communication. So what we do is we bring up one male guest. He has no choice but to tell it like it is, okay? I'm talking about he has to be, there is no bro code, okay? So for those of you guys who are listening out there, there's no bro code. I'm sorry. It just doesn't exist here. And um, yeah, you got to be honest. So before we get the show started tonight, in which we are talking about dating etiquette for the 2022 year. Um, Just a little bit of homework. We are currently running a promo special on advertising. So if you are interested in getting your business, your product, your services aired on our network, send an email to ads at hesaidwhatnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. I'm sure you'll find it with my crazy co-host. And then finally, follow us on Instagram at He Said What Radio Network. And you can follow me if you'd like. It's simply Bree. So it's underscore simply, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E, and then Bree, B-R-E-E. Okay, and then another underscore. And so with that being said, we have two guests tonight. Um, our first guest, who 
you know, he, he really didn't know what was going on. I kind of pulled him in. Um, he's going to be joining us. It's the one and only R.G. in the building. So let's go ahead and give R.G. a round of applause. All right. You guys have much to time. <laughs> so, Alan, not Alan, I called you Alan, uh, RG, um, yes. dating etiquette. So, we've done a lot wrong for the year 2021. It's almost, it's almost over. So, there are some things that we can actually do right. First question that I have for you, when it comes to even meeting someone, how important is it to set your own expectations, not for them, but for yourself? How how important does expectations play a role in dating itself? Oh, man, it is the basis of everything, man, because a lot of times when things don't go right, it's because the expectations we set for ourselves and for other people. So mm. being realistic, you know, now I'm telling you, like, if you're a working-class person, you date another working-class person, and you think they're going to make it rain, or you think they're going to have red lobster every day, or if you think just because the bins is always in the shop, they actually have a bins, yeah, expectations mm. are <laughs> a little off. Right. So, okay. Being realistic, you know, if you're dating a person who already has someone, the odds of them being able to hop right out of that relationship and be right in the bed with you, and make a clean break without someone getting stabbed? Very unrealistic. Mm. Very unrealistic. Okay, okay. So, I said that jokingly, but I'm just saying there's a lot of strings attached. So having honest expectations and being realistic about what can and cannot happen will actually save you a lot of heartache. Right. Are people really being realistic, though, nowadays in 2021? Are, are we really being realistic when it comes to dating? No, because now it's easier to lie about your situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. You know, you can literally take a picture of someone somebody else's car and be like, yeah, I'm flossing on the ass. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then hop yeah. back on the bus and go back to your house. You know, <laughs> house. Right, which is a storage room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I so, ice cream there. That was so good. <laughs> so... Whose fault? Whose fault is it um, when it comes to being realistic and having certain expectations and the person doesn't meet your expectations, but yet you still entertain a relationship with them? It's everybody's fault. Because, okay, okay, so we have, okay, so I look at it like this, okay. I may say, yo, this girl might be the one for me. She has a look. She's smart. But you may not be the one for her. Mm-hmm. You know, just because they're the right person for you in your mind, that doesn't mean you might be the right person for her or him right. or whoever. Okay. So it's everyone's responsibility to measure their expectations and allow for adjustments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You might be the perfect girl for you or the perfect guy, but he may not feel the same way. And y'all right. may hit it off. Y'all may finish each other's senses. Y'all both like crazy guys. Y'all both laugh at the same jokes. Mm-hmm. It may not be. It may not feel the same way. And you have right. to be okay with that. And be okay with yourself. No matter mm. what, the, what the end result becomes. Gotcha. That's very important is being okay 
with the end result because it may not work out the way that you want it to work out. And that happens a lot, um, especially with, you know, the pandemic hitting and a lot of couples, married couples were forced to see each other more often than they imagined. And uh, that kind of put a wedge in, in those type of relationships. So I guess it goes back to those expectations and being open, being comfortable communicating your intentions with your partner. So let me go into that one with intentions, because I spoke about this earlier today. Um, how important is it for you to identify with, with your intentions when it comes to dating? Um, it's important, but it's a process. Because okay. your intentions can change based on what you hear. You know what I mean? You may be looking at someone mm. like, yo, they're mad attractive. I just want to get acquitted. But then you may have a conversation and they may say something that resonates with you where you're like, yo, I don't want this to be temporary. I want this to be more. So maybe I can afford mm. more. Or the way. You may feel like they're the greatest person ever and then they be like, well, everything's magically delicious and you may not want to talk to them again because they, they sound like a crazy person, you know? Yeah. So it's, just, That's so it's, it's, it's a revolving door, you know? Right. Yeah, that's 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 very interesting because um, if I meet a guy, and mm-hmm. you know, of course, during the beginning of the conversations that we have, um, I ask him, "Well, do you want to have children?" You know, not saying, "Hey, do you want to have kids with me?" But in general, do you want to have children? And he says, "No." I take him for face value. You say no, that's what it is, and I keep it moving. Right. I'm not going to sit here and think, well, he's just saying no for right now. He ain't he ain't met me. You know, he don't know me like that. Maybe later on down the road he'll change his mind. So it's interesting how you say that based on, you know, the connection, the vibe, the person could possibly change. Because um, I've had several friends that they were not planning to be married. They were not planning mm-hmm. to have kids. And it's just the connection came along that they couldn't refuse, and they ended up in those situations. Hell, right. I was one of the people who didn't plan on getting married. Okay. I didn't plan on it. That was, that was not in the plan. Not like I had some master plan. It's just I never seen myself being married early in life. Right. right. And did I, you know, I just happened to find a connection that worked for me and, you know, Three years later, and a bunch of dogs, and years later, oh, I'm still here. <laughs> right, right. Okay, you said a bunch of dogs. Um, so, with the dating process, what do you think people are missing um, as far as getting to know someone the organic way? What are What are we missing? What are we doing wrong in your eyes? It's mystery. Mm. The mystery of it all. And I know mm-hmm. you like the mystery because everything is spoon fed to us. Mm-hmm. So you go on someone, obviously a random person on Instagram, you pretty much know the things they possibly like to do. You pretty much hide um, down that they're into that. So there's nothing left to the imagination in some people when they revolve themselves around the social media and knowing everything. So it leaves less to explore about you. Hey, what did you yesterday? Oh, I'll just look it up. I don't have to ask you about what happened yesterday because I just seen this, you know, Freddie King Alfredo late last night. 
you know. Right. So a lot of the mystery of what makes a person tick is kind of taken out of it when you add, like, social media. The conversation mm-hmm. pieces, the thought pieces, the, that's weird. I thought it was right-handed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all that mystery. The mystery of it, you know, it's kind of been taken away. Right. So it's mm. more of, you know, less less advertisement, more actual exploring, if you will. Right. Right. So you're saying that basically people are giving away the recipe instead of allowing someone to try the finished product and figure out what is actually in it. Right. Okay, so... You know, okay, so back when I back when I was a cat young, I'm not super old, but I can remember a time when there was no Instagram, right? And right. you you go out to the mall and you see a nice little woman, like, man, I wonder what she looks like in the evening dress or bikini. No, I don't have to guess. Just gotta know her name. What you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So <clears throat> we need to work on like this about that anatomy, but you know. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes to dining out, okay, dating etiquette 2022, we're going to do better. Um, is it really, is it really um, a big deal on who pays for the food? Um, I'm going to say no, contrary to what I do. Because okay. with, I, I'll use my, myself for example. A meal means nothing to me. It's what you say at your mouth is what's going to make us have a better dinner or no dinner at all. So me buying food for you is just food. However, times are crazy now. You may find someone who may not be on your financial stature or they might be going through the things, but you still might be interested in them. So you may still want to break bread with them, and it shouldn't be like, oh, damn, Ah uh, man, I really don't have it, so I can't mm-hmm. go out there and explore who you are because the ends ain't there. Because everybody's going through it. You got people with great jobs that no longer have jobs. You got people with business that no longer have business. Right. So we should be less, more focused on the traditional ways and be more flexible if you can, as long as it doesn't break your principles. But if you like, yo, men pay for me. I'm not going out with a dude that don't pay for me. Then stick with your gun. So if you find yourself a little lonely. <laughs> that's your fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying I pay for every meal, but it's got to have some nuance, especially now because things are not traditional. Everybody mm-hmm. is not able to just pop up and get a gig anywhere. You know, right? Restaurants that we used to get a cheap, good meal at are now closed because they can't stay open. So we might have to spend a couple more dollars. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. might have. I might have Red Lobster money or Olive Garden money, but I might I have, you know, like super gourmet money. But gourmet might be the only thing open. So, right. You know, we either got to eat at the crib or we don't have to put our money together to share this prime rib, you know. <laughs> it's just what it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and, and I say that as a traditionalist because I'm usually the person who pays because it's just a meal to me. It's the connection right. and relationship we have when we're eating that's going to make me want to hang out with you or not. First. Right. Okay. Okay. So a woman paying for the meal really won't do anything for you um, because you said it's just about the conversation, right? Yeah. Okay. Because so, so think of it like this, right? Mm-hmm. If you're basing the person's whole fees off 
the price of something. That's classic materialism. You'll right. never get to okay. who they truly are if you're just worried about there's no macho and overpaying for prime ribs. What's what's gotcha. sexy about that? Yeah, you you can spend a lot of money on food. Great. How how are you a good person? When that homeless person right. asked you for a quarter, you know what I mean? Did you say, what out my face? Did you give him a dollar? Did you just ask to give him a hug? You know, the first right. meal. Gotcha. Okay, that's a very good point. Um, before I, I say what I'm going to say, uh, for those who are listening live, if you want to drop a comment, if you want to ask a question for our guests, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press number 1. And we'll bring you up, and uh, you can ask your question or make your statement. So the interesting thing is I, I heard a guy once say, um, it's actually Mr. Mister Irvin. Mr. Irvin had called into the show before, and he said, uh, it's not about how you treat me when I'm doing good. It's how do you treat me when I mess up, when I make errors? How, how, how does your attitude change? That's where it's important to him when it comes to relationships and, and the women that he deals with. Right. That's a very and that goes wrong with the fantasy. Mm-hmm. That goes wrong with the fantasy. You know, so, the fantasy change. You mess up, you know, take the garbage out, leave the toilet seat down. Yeah, that cracks away at the fantasy armor. So he got right. a new one, you know. Right. So, Okay. So you're saying if if we're looking at how much the food costs where we go, like Olive Garden versus Benihana's or Papa Do's or something, why right. why do you think that there's so much pressure placed on men to take women to these fine establishments when all the food is, is practically the same? It's more so about the experience that you're supposed to have with her. Because... Okay, so I'll say this by giving you this additive, right? Men are very simple dudes. <laughs> and I mean, like, you can give us a, a box with a flat screen, a refrigerator, and beer. And as long as the beer doesn't get cold, we're good. Mm-hmm. What makes us go out and get more crap is the women that we need to impress. Because I might see a girl, and my buddy might see a girl, right? I may be dressed normally. He might be dressed in the finest gear. Mm-hmm. I may look a little better. But what's going to catch her attention? Most of the time, it's usually the material thing that catches her attention. Mm. Even though I may have more money in the bank, I don't catch her eye. So it's right. almost like bait, almost like fishing. You know, you're putting bait out there to catch. Right. You know? Mm. So that's as simple as that. You know, okay. so if I pull up on you and I'm in my four festiva on on rims and I say, What up girl? And you'd be like, Yeah, nice <laughs> to meet you. I'm gonna go ahead and um go in target. But then right. I come back and I'm sitting in maybe a Bentley or something like that. You're like, Oh, okay. This is got money. Yeah. I go, at least I'm gonna be open to explore what to do happen. Even though I just robbed somebody for said Bentley coop, mm-hmm. it caught your attention. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I see those all the time on YouTube. Like a guy will approach a woman, he'll be looking raggedy, and they'll shoot him down, and then he'll jump into, like, a, something exotic. And then they come back around like, hey, you know, I'm fine. Let me reintroduce myself. 
And it's like, I kind of feel like those are staged, but I do feel like it does happen. It really does happen, and you see it all the time where I remember there was this girl, I went to this sports bar, and there was this girl, and she was like, where the ball is at? Now, mind you, she didn't, she didn't look uh, appealing, but we'll just say that. She said, where the ball Girl. is at? And, and you know, well, someone pointed Ray, to. Was she the opposite of cute? <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. She just, you know, and, and she just, no, she was drunk. She was super drunk. Um, And so she was like, where the ball is at? And, and this dude pointed, he was like, you know, well, there's one dude right there. He got a BMW. And she was like, I don't want that. I want something that's more exotic than that. That's the dudes I'm messing with. And it was just like, okay, so I can get it where guys may feel some some women hold on to being materialistic, but there's not a lot mm-hmm. of ones out there like that. It's very few. No, no, no. Um, and it's just some okay. makes it look bad. Just like there's some things that I'm sure um, are applicable to men, but it's not for all oh, men. Yeah. It's just a handful. Well, okay, I'll put it to you like this, right? But we'll go all the way back to high school, right? Who's getting all the women in high school? The athlete, the famous guy. He mm-hmm. probably couldn't spell his name even if it was written on his jersey, but mm-hmm. he was the man. And know oh, how many times you could do a girl's homework or walk her home from school or get beat up by the town bully? Well, that girl, guess what she's going to be leaning towards in most cases? The famous right. guy. Yeah. You know? So it so it's almost like the way things are, are kind of geared, it's like you're already competing even at the early age. Hell, I remember mm-hmm. girls in my middle school that was talking about dating, like, 18 to 19-year-olds. I'm like, well, grown men, yeah. I forgot when the paper rifles compete with a dude with a car. You know what I'm saying? We in mm-hmm. seventh grade. What are you talking about? I think his name is mm-hmm. Mark Kelly. But that's neither him or that. Stop it. So, allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But you, but you get what I'm saying. You know, you get mm-hmm. to high school, oh, I'm dating to do this 23. Ma'am, we are in ninth grade math class. Where is your mama at? What are you talking about? We, I, I guess right. we're not going to the Bronx. That guy got a car. So right. you're constantly having to compete above your weight class, and it almost makes you feel like you have to get these things to compete until you get right. old and surly like me. You realize it don't matter. You do whatever you want. But when you're young and you want that companionship, it'll push you to high heights. Look, look at the great Gatsby. Great Gatsby was a regular army man, and he turned into a bootlegger just to win the affection of a girl. And now that mm. girl got him. That's Scott yeah, yeah. Look it up, kids. Read it. Get your literature on. I'm smart like that. So. <laughs> you know what, sir? For you dropping the little history tidbits, let me just go ahead and give you a round of applause. That was awesome. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. So here's a, here's a firecracker for you. <laughs> do you, do you mm-hmm. think Women are afraid of commitment. I think we all are. <laughs> no, I no, no. You're trying to do the safe way. No, no, no. No, no. I'm, no I'm going to tell you why I'm on both ends. Okay. Because, I so men are afraid of commitment because they sometimes don't feel like they measure up. And they know that no matter what happens, they're on the hook for something. So you got a bad relationship, and one baby means you're going to have that girl forever. Mm. You know what I mean? Women are, like, looking for a level of stability. So 
they're going to be super picky on the level of stability they feel that man can provide for her. Even if he loves her, he could be that dude that will take his jacket off and put it over a puddle or fight off a horde of bees. But if he's having trouble paying his electric bill, he might not make cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they may hold yeah. out for the stability portions of that. Because a lot of that commitment, from what I've observed, is based on stability, not exactly love, your potential, right. what you could be, not exactly mm-hmm. who you are at this time. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll give you that. You can have that. Mm-hmm. I'll let you rest with that. Um, the answer this These question. These trying to back out. <laughs> I, I know you was. I was like, uh-uh. No. Um, infamous question. And this is uh-huh. usually, is this even something that you need to ask in the process of getting to know someone, like, at the very beginning? What do you bring to the table? Great question right there. Is that something that should be asked within the first week or so of getting to know someone? Or should, should it be asked know. at all? I think that's a little too soon. I'd be like, gosh, lady, I, I, we just had coffee yesterday. I just said like, hi. Yeah, just a hi. Like, Okay. Now, I will now, say this. 
Now, okay. if you plan on getting freaky deaky early, those questions okay. you may want to ask in advance. Like, yo, body count, how many shots you done had, is penicillin your friend, you know, like, you know. Cool. Because, you know, catching the heebie-jeebies is not cool. So, yeah, right. ask those questions. Because we talk about your yeah. personal health and safety, you know. Mm. Very good point, sir. That is, and please, you guys, listen, have safe sex. If you're going to even have sex, like, um, I mean, you, there are so many different things that you can do um, outside of being intimate. Like, you can, like, screw somebody's feet or you can screw their boobs. Um, you don't necessarily have to, like, go all the way, the regular way. There's just ways to uh, compensate for that. So, Mr. RG. Final question for you. So the transition, so when, when they say, you know, oh, well, you got to be friends first, you know, I want a friendship foundation first, do you think that people really mean that, or does it just sound good? It sounds good in theory, but everybody ain't doing that. Because if you're friends and you start living with someone and a pandemic hits and you have to go back to live with them every day, y'all want to fight each other, yeah, I might not be friends to do that. Right. Yes, right. You know. Yeah, you got a point. Because I have friends for a long time. We may disagree, but we ain't like, when you go to sleep, I'm going to cut your neck. You know? Oh, <laughs> you my God. Right. You know so, yeah, but it's okay. So, how do I say this and put it like People have really ticklers in their head on what they think they should have. And that don't work for everybody. I would right. say anybody who's in a relationship right now, pick up your own checklist. Just because it worked that way for your friend, you see on some monetary move, it might not be your speed. You may mm-hmm. need that jerk that jump. You may need that right. You have to make your own checklist up and don't let other people tell you what you need and what you had in your spirit. You gotta move you gotta move around, your reception is coming in and out. I'm sorry. I'm driving. Uh, oh, I was there saying, you go. Gotta... It's still going out. Oh, Thank you. Okay, I hear you now. Hello? So, RG is dr- driving oh. right now. Can you hear me, RG? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, go ahead and say that point one more time, and then let the people know how can they follow you online. I think he's doing like 85 on the highway to try to get to a nice, quiet spot, y'all. Yeah, just keep a reception. Yeah, it's great. Gotcha. Okay, right. okay. I was just saying that you should versus what people tell you you should have. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm, I was like, like uh... Yeah, because I'm holding my phone up in the air like the Statue of Liberty touching the roof of my car. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, no, I heard that. I heard that. So, okay, yeah. so, let, so let, the people, let the people know, how can they find you online? Oh, thank you very much. Um, you can always find me on the He Said Radio Network every Monday. I'm 
on this great show called Simply Sports with One Mike and RD. Um, you also want to talk to me? I'm on Instagram under our games I I or if you can always catch us on our website, 40fieldgaming.com. Me and my kids run a gaming channel and we do a lot of whole bunch of fun stuff. And you don't even have to be a great gamer. If you like family fun, check it out. All right. Thank you so much once again, RG, for joining us at the last minute, sir. You are greatly appreciated. Oh, you're very welcome. My arm is getting tired, so I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let you go, and then we'll go ahead and go into our commercial break, and then we'll be right back with our next guest, Alan Newman, Jr., Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. All right. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you so much for joining. You are definitely locked in with He Said What with your girl, Simply Bree. And tonight's topic, uh, tonight's topic is relationships, dating etiquette for the 2022 year, because we're trying to do better, okay? We may not have done our best for 2021, but we got it for 2022. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and introduce our next guest, the one and only Mr. Alan Newman Jr. So welcome to the show. Hey, Bree. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I am awesome. I'm, I'm ready to set it off, sir. So I am interested to find out what you think about tonight's topic, and um, I'll just go into it and ask you this. How do you think, if you had to give us all, for the 2021 year, a grade on the way that we've been dating, what would you give us? A letter grade. An, an F. You know I've told you this time and time again, <laughs> there's a whole lot of P in the dating pool. Um, oh for 2021, uh, real talk, I'll give it a D. I'll give it a D. I think F is a little too harsh, but I'll definitely give it a D uh, for okay. 2021. It definitely hasn't been the best. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, in what areas do you think we have had the most trouble when it comes to dating? Uh, communication. For, to me personally, communication, being honest about what you want. Um, and also trying to be in competition with what we see on social media. Mm. Okay. All right. So let's start with the first one, communication. So when you say communication, because that was the top one, so I'm assuming that's the one that we have the most problem with, um, do, are you referring to, 
like you said, honesty, being honest and, and vocalizing your wants and your desires, and if there's a problem, bringing it up and having those conversations, or what do you mean exactly when you say the communication is one of the, the key things that we've been having problems with? Well, Bri, I'll definitely say we don't have an issue saying what we want. I mean, my God, you go on social media right now and you're going to have a guy tell you he wants a girl that does this and this, and you're going to see the lady saying they want a guy who does this and this as well. I think mm-hmm. the biggest issue we have in communication is we're not open to understand what the other individual wants. We're more focused mm-hmm. on what we want. Um, we're quick to say, well, God, I need to know what her prayer was to get this person, or I need to know what his prayer was to get this person. And we just think about everything we need to make us feel good and make us feel needed and make us feel appreciated when not even taking the other person's side of what they got to deal with at all into the equation until later in the relationship. And sometimes before it's too late, um, after it's too late, honestly. Um, So when I say communication, that's what I mean. Because it's easy for us to communicate what we want. Um, I Mm. feel like we as people, it's harder for us to communicate what the other person wants. Right. So... Why do you think there's so much um, difficulty, like you said, finding out what they prayed for to get the person that they have? Once you have that person, why are people having challenges keeping that person? Greedy and never satisfied. Mm. Oh, And okay. always in competition with the next best thing. Okay. I can okay. give you a good example. Yeah. A, a guy right now, a guy right now, uh, fellas, I'm not coming for us, but we can sit here right now and say, you know what, Bree? If you got a fat behind, you got a nice, a nice figure, you do this, this, and this, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. They get you, they make you know, they let their eyes wander. They see somebody else with a better shape. You know what? That looks like that might be worth what I want. Mm. So they completely give up the effort on what they did to get you. Ladies, right. and I love my ladies, but sometimes Uh-oh. just as much, you want the ladies like, I want a provider, I want someone who does this, I want someone who does this, I want someone who does that. And they may get that particular individual and then see somebody else like, oh, well, he wasn't thuggy enough, or oh, he wasn't this enough, or oh, he wasn't <laughs> that enough. But they look around and see someone else who's who kind of showing you or faking what they are, and you're like, oh, uh-huh. I want that's what I want. And you mm-hmm. leave the guy who literally was everything you needed for the guy you thought you wanted. Mm. So sometimes, I'll I put it like this. In America, we're big on proportions when we eat. When we eat, uh-huh. we over-proportionalize what we eat. We have too much meat. We have too much dessert. That's how we are in the dating pool. Mm, we're that's never a good okay with the smaller it. portions. Right, right. One thing, too, I'll add in that us ladies... Sorry, sis, but us ladies are um, guilty of is we'll have the man who pays the bills, takes care of the kids, goes to work himself, runs his business on the side, and you know what we complain about? You don't have what? time for me. <laughs> he, he don't have time for me. You not spend him time I'm, with Well, he's taking care of everything under the house, including for kids that's not his. Hello? But but you know what, you know what, Brito? At the end of the day, and this sucks sometimes for the fellas, 
we're going to be told that's our responsibility. That's what's supposed um, to happen. You're supposed to take care of my every need. That's why yeah. you're here. That is true. That is true. That's the mindset, want, and that's part of their, the... Mm-hmm. Part of the big issue. Like, people want their cake, and they want to eat it, too. They don't want to sit in the kitchen and make it. They want it pre-made. Everybody yep. wants that, and that's why I tell tell people social media is a detriment to relationships because if I see <clears throat> such and such that they okay, good example. There was a whole thing that they showed Drake, I guess, whoever he's talking with, they had dinner at, I think, Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when that post was put up on the shade room, and then you had a bunch of women like, oh, my God, that's the kind of man I need. Where's mine that's going to do that? Take initiative. And in my head, I'm like, all right, if if you deal with the men that you see on a daily basis and you look at their tax bracket and then you look at Drake, you are literally not going to find a man that's going to do that. Now, I already know the ladies will be like, well, that's not what I mean, Alan. It's the thought that counts. But remember, mm-hmm. men are very to the point. If you're sitting right. there telling me I need someone to do me like Drake did her, I'm about to look at you like, yeah, you, me and you ain't going to work out because – I don't mm-hmm. got great money. You got great money? I don't got great money. So um, right. that's why I say sometimes we look at social media and celebrities a little too hard when it comes to dating because if I'm making a certain amount of money, yeah, I can sit there and rent a whole stadium and wine and dine you and all stuff like that. So, mm, 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 mm. Ladies, ladies out there that's listening, call in if you actually feel like you deserve that type of treatment as well. 515 515- you know what? Why you do that? Ninety-five percent of y'all, ninety-five percent of y'all already believe you deserve that kind of treatment. And I'm not saying y'all don't. I'm not no, saying. I'm not saying y'all don't. But but ninety-five percent of y'all. Listen, 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 sir. You ain't got to rent out no state a stadium. Uh-uh, no, because now I'm really sitting here like, what does he want from me? A stadium? Oh, you about to do something <laughs> freaky, boo. You about to be sucking eggs off his butt. You doing everything <laughs> under the sun. You hear me? You may have to lick his dog ass. I don't know. You doing something. <laughs> a stadium? A whole... Yeah, that was wild. A whole, not a movie theater. You can rent out a whole movie theater over here for $139. That's cool. You can do yeah. that. Let somebody rent the, the Braves Stadium. Oh, they they run yeah. the train on you. Yeah. I'm sorry, but um. I mean, okay, yeah. good example. Look at um, look at uh with um, oh my God, Michael B. Jordan and Lori. Oh, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. He did the aquarium and people lost their mind. Now, um, because I had a friend who lost their mind about it, I told him they had to put it in perspective. One thing I've learned, especially working in the industry that I worked in in hospitality, a lot of famous people do not pay for a lot of the stuff you see them showcasing on social media. Like literally, because a friend of mine was like, oh, my God, I need my man to do that. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't pay for that. Because for the aquarium, that is free advertisement. He posted, as soon as Lori posted that on social media, now you got people want to go to that aquarium. That's free free advertising mm-hmm. for them. And let's be honest, most rich people do not have to pay for the stuff that they showcase. Look at how no. they go to those um, music awards and stuff like that. You right, find the, the outfits they're wearing, the jewelry they're wearing. 
They've given it to them so they can advertise it because that also exactly. plays a part too. Regular people are looking at that saying, I want this, this, and this, not realizing that person didn't even have to pay for it in order to have it. Right, exactly. I'm just saying. So if uh, the Georgia Aquarium would like to um, let us borrow the facility for a mixed match, <laughs> a, mix, a, mix, a mixer, um, we're here. We're here for it. We will definitely promote it. I'm just saying. So one question that I asked RG, the whole what do you bring to the table conversation. Oh, um, my God. Before, before you put a fork in it and cook it, um, the first part of that question, at what point, if at any point in getting to know someone or in the dating process, would that question ever need to come up? First of all, I want to know who started that conversation. Mm. When did it come out about what you bring to the table, first of all? Second of all, I hate it. Um, and I know it's because of how I was raised. So I, I, I just hate that whole thing altogether. Um, but I guess if you were to ask that question, I feel like, uh, man, maybe it has to be like maybe 90 days or more when you absolutely sure this is what you want. Like, I feel like if you're asking this question right off the bat, that's already about to be a turn off. Um, mm-hmm. Cause most people, unfortunately, a lot of men, and I'm not saying all men, but a lot of men, they feel like as soon as they think their wallets are being talked to, it becomes an issue. Um, I get it. You want to be in a relationship where it's, it's a team aspect, but I also understand you got to be realistic because you do have, um, and, ironic, and ironically, Bree, and I'm not saying this is not for everybody, ironically, that conversation I've never really seen from guys who had their dad or a male figure in their life. If I be, if I, be um, I, I tend to notice that from those who did not have either a father figure or a male figure that showed them how they need to adequately um, mature and grow as a man in regard to dealing with the family and how they raise a family. Um, I hate that conversation because it, it can be problematic. Because I can ask you right now, Bri, I can be making 100 k a year. You can be making mm-hmm. 100 k a year. And I'm like, what you bring to the table? And you're like, oh, I bring this, this, and this. And then let's say with the pandemic, you lose your job. <laughs> and now I'm looking at you. What, what? What do you bring to the table? Because you don't bring like, bro, what, so what do you bring to the table? Corona got yeah. the table, bro. So I'm, ex- exactly. Corona that took the table and sat there and made a whole family, then had kids, yes. and everything. Like, Corona just owns it. Corona just yes. owns it. Um, I, I hate the conversation, but, I mean, I get it with today's climate. Um, I just feel like it depends on it's, – it's timing. I say at least 90 days because you, you know if you really want – you know if you really, really want to pursue a relationship with a person after that um, yeah. and then just be tactful with it. But you know how I feel about that. I hate – I hate – I hate mm. that question. You know the interesting thing? I never had a guy ask me that, and I've never asked a guy that because it's just pointless to breathe. me. Like, why ask you – I'm going to find it out anyway. Yeah, like I – I hear so many women say it's, it's happened, and I'm just like, where are these people? Alan, I think your phone with somebody got, and you, feel you got your you own censorship you know over here, Alan. Your phone just went Who? out. You. 
you should be expecting the same thing, if not more, out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes we forget that as people. Like, we'll say we want a guy who's financially stable, who's a protector, who's a provider, who's all of this stuff. But do you truly understand the stuff you're asking for? Right. Um, and are, are you willing to reciprocate that same energy? Now, I know a lot of women are like, oh, Alan, I'll, he gives this to me, I'm giving that to him. You may say that now. But when right. it's time to put the pedal to the road, are you really going to do that? Right. Because um, a, a lot, good, good example. Another word I tell you, I hate submission. A lot of mm-hmm. people are like, well, if you cover this stuff, it's not going to be a problem for her to submit. I've seen guys who do the providing role, and their mm-hmm. girl or their wife still don't listen to them, mm-hmm. still don't cater to them. So sometimes we say a lot of stuff just because it's the, it's the statement of the year to say it. Everyone wants to talk right. about submitting, so that's what I'm going to throw in. Um, right. I think you have to be intentional with how you research how to treat somebody and how to treat yourself. And I think also the biggest issue or what would help is unpacking the trauma you already have before you mm. enter another relationship. That's, I think, yeah. a big issue we have in, in society is, like, right now I can see a girl right now and break up with one girl and – and 24 hours, I'm with somebody else. Now, granted, some mm-hmm. people say you get over people, everyone gets over people differently, but I also right. understand if you don't unpack what made the last relationship not work, nine times out of ten, you're going to run into it again in the next relationship, and it might just be in a different header of something going on. Not exactly the same thing, but if you look at it, it'd be close to the, close to the same thing in, in some aspects. So right. I think those are things you have to work on in order to at least stay on the clear side. Of, of the dating pool and not, not fall into and the peace side. peace side. Yes, the peace side will give you pink eye. So um, <laughs> <laughs> for those who are listening, if you uh, would like to voice your comments or if you have a question um, for Alan before we get ready to wrap things up, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and you'll press the number one, and we will bring you up, and you can speak your piece. So, Alan, with that being said, go ahead and let the people know where can they find you online? How can they support what you got going on and your love for the Coastal Puffs? All righty, all righty. So those who do not know me, my name is Alan Newman, Jr. You can find me on Instagram at Newman underscore Jr. underscore 2.0. And you can also find me on my inspirational page, which is Newman Hot Takes as well, which is a page dedicated to to promoting love for black men and women. But as Bree said, it's heavily, heavily fitted towards my Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs, my Melanated Queens. Um, also, you can listen to me here on the He Said What Network every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on She Said What. And actually, it is the opposite of this lovely show right here. I have lovely mm-hmm. ladies that join me, and we talk about dating aspects to help our men have a better grasp on how to communicate with our women out here. Um, currently, I have no feature projects. I did drop a book last year on my first book called Black Women and Why I Love Them. You can actually go on Instagram and go to the link and be able to purchase that as well as other merchandise. Um, as far as future endeavors right now, I'm in the process of um, creating a affirmation book, uh, actually affirmation devotional guide for black men and women. Um, and black young boys and girls that can be used on a daily basis to inspire and motivate 
um, you to keep pushing. Um, and, of course, you know my motto is be uh, confident, committed, and consistent in everything that you do um, to make it in today's society as black people of color. And that's all mm. I Bree. You know what I'm saying? That's all he got. <laughs> Sir, that was a lot of all. I'm just saying. Like, I, don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. So let me ask you this. Let's say yes, 2020, um, Corona never hit. Where do you think mm. people would be in their relationships if in their marriages if the pandemic had never happened? You know what? The only thing I think would have been different, I don't think we would have seen so many divorces due to COVID. Um, but I still feel like we would be where we are currently dating. The only difference Corona has done now is given people an excuse not to want to go out and just to yeah. focus more on social media dating. I think that's the only difference that Corona has done. Because um, honestly, dating is exhausting. Dating is a mental, mental battle. And mm. I applaud people who can do the whole dating multiple people. For me, that's exhausting because what? my butt will mess around and get you crossed up, and I done mm. called you Shirley, and I was supposed to be talking to Tracy, Shirley. and I done called you Diana, and now you you just like, yo, so you talking to multiple people? Now I got to lie to you to make you feel better? Nah, I ain't got, I ain't got time, right. time for all of that. Um, Alan, so I think it's, uh, Alan, it's you know Shirley what is an old woman's name, right? That's I know, I know. I Ooh, just threw it out there. I don't know. I have much, much, much love to my cougars, but I'm just throwing it out there. Damn. It, it may be Shirley, you know. Shirley, <laughs> but I think, Shirley. I think without, I'm just, and that just popped up in my head. No, no I didn't pop up in my head. But uh, I really think there wouldn't have been much of a difference. I do think maybe the divorce, the, the number of divorces coming out through the pandemic would have been lower. Um, but I do feel like dating would probably still be the same because at the end of the day, Corona or not, social media never changed. Social media was still here. Um, oh, yeah. If anything, if anything, you just would have had more people following celebrities talking about they want their relationship like theirs. So I don't think right. Corona really changed much of anything other than helping those who are introverts not have to go out and deal with people. Right, yeah. Okay. You, okay, we have two minutes left for the show. Um, you personally, what do you think you could have done differently when it comes to dating for 2021? Who? Um, me personally. Yeah, you can just give like one uh, thing. Prob- I would say for me, just being more open. And when I say open, not like in regards to honesty, just being mm-hmm. more, I'm very selective with my time. Um, so I'm quick to, if I feel like you're wasting my time, I kick you to the curb real quick. Um, so I just, 2021, I think I just need to be more better with giving people more of a benefit of the doubt and more, what's the word, more grace when dealing with you with my time. I think that was the biggest thing that I, I had, I need to work on and I had to work on for 2021. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, there you have it, guys. This was wonderful. Thank you once again, Alan, for joining me tonight. Um, I want to say a shout-out to RG for also coming on. Uh-oh. Sorry. For RG for also coming on and kicking it with us. You guys, this was an amazing show. If you want to go back and listen to it at the very beginning, all you have to do is go to 
uh, he said what network.com and click the download button. Thank you so much. Once again, we'll be back next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. You guys have a beautiful night. Goodbye.